This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Foster, your host this morning. We welcome each of you and hope all of you are enjoying this beautiful Wednesday morning. We have some really mild temperatures here in Reno, and I have spring fever, Christian. It feels like spring. I even seen a robin, and with the mild temperatures, it's been great. It's it's good to see the sun and feel a little warmth. It, it was a while there we had uh, clouds all the time, so good to see the sun. My co-host Christian and I are honored to have you with us this morning. Today's topic, Walmart shootings and curbside service. Uh, Christian, I was just randomly standing out on my patio and uh, enjoying the weather and was thinking about... You know, last year we had all those mass shootings and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, was thinking about curbside service. I've ha- I have not used it, so the curiosity was there for me, and uh, I thought I would ask some folks on my Facebook what they thought. So I asked them uh, uh, if they thought the the popularity of that service had gone up since the shootings. And we have some comments we're going to read later in the show from that uh, post. It was really interesting. And I also want to make sure I say my condolences to all those who lost someone in those mass shootings. Um, It wasn't just Walmart. There were other places, too. Uh, If you want to join us on the conversation, you can do that at 844-790-8255. And that's toll-free worldwide. Uh, leave us a comment on our Facebook, and uh, I can comment back to you during our break or during the show, and uh, we want to hear from you. Later on, we're going to have that keyword at the half-hour mark, and you can text your uh, the keyword when we give it to 775-237-8266. Uh, be sure to save that number so that you can text in in the future, too. Yeah, go ahead and get it ready now. And then uh, when we give you the keyword, that way you can be the first to hit it. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I want to just give a shout-out to Apothic Band. They're looking for people to help them make a video. So if you're interested in being in their video, you can sign up for the event on Facebook. It's going to be Sunday, February 16th from 1.30 to 3.30 at the Musician Rehearsal Center at 587 Dunn Circle in Sparks. I'll be out of town. I know. Otherwise, I would have gone. Yeah. Anyone interested, um, like I said, can see that on Facebook. Um, 
really excited for Jeff and Bev and the whole band there. They're awesome people. Thanks to those who donate to our airtime. We really appreciate that. Helps us with our guests and things that we have go on here at the studio and other things. And you can check out afdesigns.online to see more about what I do. And uh, Jake Jimrick out there in uh, Indiana still is on that uh, kidney list for Indiana and Minnesota. If you want more information or check out the live video I did with a couple, um, Dave and Phil out here in Dayton, they gave a lot of information. That's on our Facebook page, Business Connections with Anita. Uh, you can email me, Anita, at AmericanMatters.us also if you want to. Yeah, I feel like we've been speaking to that for almost a year now, and it's hard to believe that they haven't found a donor for them yet. I know, but this is the way it is, see? And uh, that's why uh, I'm just going to keep plugging away until he gets that help he needs. Well, the thing is, with a kidney, it's a live donation, so it's not something that somebody has to pass away. Somebody can donate a kidney, uh, it regenerates... No, liver regenerates. Kidney does not. You can function with one. Yeah. But uh, if you're willing to, you know, check out the list, put your name on it, and even if you can't help Jake Jimrick himself, mm-hmm. you may be able to help somebody else. Yep, and then they can make a trade too, you know, use someone else for Jake. So, Christian, what's going on in Rough Riders? Boy, Rough Riders, we're still looking for homes for uh, poor Bubba and Mickey. Uh, Bubba is still with our friend Brittany Straw over at Inline Canine Academy. Again, he needs a very specialized home. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody who is familiar with dogs, doesn't have any other dogs in the house, no small children. And then Mickey is with our friends at Real World Canine. And uh, we may have a meet and greet set up for him. Ooh relatively soon fingers crossed there the good news on both of those is that uh, their donation fees have been paid for so as long as we find the right home whoever takes them in doesn't have to worry about paying that donation fee Uh, additionally we are always looking for wonderful donations Uh, our big thing that we're trying to get up and off the ground hopefully here in 2020 is our van transport fleet program we're looking to raise $75,000 for two commercial vans that are upfitted basically with kennels and everything we need to move more dogs at any given time longer distances and we have the generous support of Tito's handmade vodka they are donating $10,000 to match the next $10,000 we raise and we're still about halfway there so we'd love to get that uh, you know additional five grand so that way we can get that donation match that would be awesome and every little bit helps Absolutely. uh, Roughriders.org. Correct. Yep. And we're transporting dogs every week. So uh, pulling dogs from Battle Mountain, Winnemucca, Tonopah, uh, bringing them to the no-kill shelters and uh, organizations that we work with here in Reno. Awesome. Well, folks, we're winding down to our first break already, but um, today's topic is Walmart shootings, mass shootings, and curbside service. My thought process behind this was even in a tragedy, this company surpassed and uh, still maintained uh, a profit even during this time. So, you know, they did have some things in place already, but those services became very important during this time. So I wanted to discuss that. And folks, stay with us. We'll be back in uh, just a few minutes. Is that okay, Christian? That works. We'll go. See you guys soon. 
Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita, and I am your co-host, Christian Meyer. Now, if you're just tuning in, you can catch the whole broadcast over at americamatters.us under Podcasts and Business Connections with Anita. We air every Wednesday at 10 a.m. here on 1180 a.m. KCKQ, America Matters Media. You can also catch the podcast anywhere you get podcasts, Mm -hmm. Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Yeah, and you can leave us a review on the show on those uh, platforms. We would appreciate that. And subscribe. And subscribe. Yes, YouTube. We we love our YouTubers too. Um, those are that's growing as well. I think we're still eight away from our two thousand likes on our page. So we're getting there. Close. A little bit at a time. Yeah. But uh, Walmart mass shootings and. How they affected that curbside service they offer is our topic today. And as I began to see the comments come in on the Facebook post that I did, uh, the question I asked folks, I knew this was going to be a great topic for today's discussion. And I also want to point out that if a big box retailer can overcome uh, an obstacle of this type, then the little guy should be able to, too, by thinking outside the box. Yeah, and that's exactly what they've done. They've changed, they've adapted, in some cases more based on social pressure than anything else. But, uh, you know, they're they're still making tons of money. They are, and I found a great article. Uh, it was from August of 2019 and on this topic, and that was by Phil Waba. Uh, where he reports Walmart had a gangbuster year in sales, even with the right to bear arms uh, debate going on at that time that those mass shootings were taking place. Um, we're still kind of in that fight with the right to bear arms. It is, yeah. And so they took market share mostly based on its online sales. They've taken sort of this Amazon approach of other letting other vendors sell through Walmart, which uh, was smart on their part. You know, obviously retail sales um, are, are dwindling a little bit, but not necessarily in the case of Walmart. Um, you know, even though uh, prices rose for grocery sales and, uh, you know, skyrocketing e-commerce, um, their revenue rose 37%. That's pretty good. Uh, all this was supported in part by Walmart's, Walmart's major investments to equip its stores for curbside pickup, but they also had grocery pickup yep. and delivery and, and then uh, in-store order pickup. Yeah, and the thing about curbside pickup is i haven't utilized it yet either you know it's uh, i know it's available at my local walmart it's available at the local Rayleigh's as well my concern less so on the shooting side of things and, and public mm-hmm. safety is more that if somebody's going through and they're picking out groceries for me uh, you know fruits and vegetables i tend to like to pick those out myself as opposed to somebody just grabbing something that's on there <laughs> i agree and as we uh get later on and i think it's a fourth segment we're going to cover those comments and uh some of the concerns that uh consumers have about using these services so yeah it makes um, sense yeah i wanted to you know just kind of go over it because i haven't utilized it e- either um I, some restaurants like chili's um 
There's a couple more, I think, here in town that utilize curbside service. You can call it in, and then you can go pick it up, which is nice. And those things I've done. And, Me too. Uh, it, it's easy. I mean, I basically punch it into the app, what I want, go in, pay, pick it up, take off, and food is still hot by the time I get home. Yep, and I love that feature. Uh, the company Sam's Club, you know, their division reported a 1.8% comparable sales increase as well, while Walmart International also saw increases in most markets last year. Yeah, I mean, they're still a big consumer regardless of what happened last year when, uh, you know, 22 people were unfortunately killed at a El Paso, Texas Walmart um, by a man who were who was targeting Hispanics. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it was a sad, sad time. But, uh, you know, Walmart has made some changes that uh, we'll see if it, it affects anything, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of those changes, um, they are also, I want to bring this up, the largest gun dealer, seller in the country. Yeah. So, you know, that's why the, the big hard hits on uh, the right to bear arms, too. Yeah. So what Walmart, I believe, decided to do was to limit ammunition. Some stores, I think, have eliminated getting ammunition altogether. Yeah, actually, I found a um, uh, letter that the president of Walmart sent to all of their employees. Uh, they have discontinued selling two to three caliber ammunition and five five six caliber. Uh, obviously, those are the calibers that uh, AR-15s use. They discontinued all handgun ammunition and uh, handgun sales in Alaska. I mean, at this point, you're basically only able to buy shotgun ammo because mm -hmm. everything else falls into those categories. Yep. And Walmart, they were facing pressure from all this in the quarters to stop selling guns, including from thousands of his own employees who have signed a petition. The company pointed out on Thursday, well, this was a while ago, I guess, it had stopped 20 years ago selling handguns in every state except Alaska, like you said, and dropping the military-style rifles in 2015. And last year, they raised the limit to uh, buy a firearm or ammunition to 21. Exactly. So, and then we got a keyword, but we're a little, but we can give it a little early. That way, I give folks uh, a little time to. Yeah, might as well. Sales. That's the keyword today. Seven seven five two three seven two two six six. Make sure that you include your name with that, so we know who to give it to. Yep. So, real go back. You know, yeah, I told you, mush mouth today. Uh, going back to the gun debate with Walmart, um, you know, is there any indication that the shooter bought his gun or his ammunition or anything at Walmart? You know, why would that necessarily play a part in what happened based on what they sell? Now, what I I didn't read anything that said anything about them purchasing the guns at Walmart mm -hmm. at all. So I don't know how these people acquired, well, black market, obviously, but, you know, uh, people trade guns all the time and all those kinds of things. So, um, you know, some of them are immigrants that have come over and are illegally here. Some of them are ex-felons. 
yeah. which aren't supposed to have any kind of uh, guns or anything either. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it goes to show that, uh, you know, the, the mass shootings that happen where the guns can be traced back to the shooter, you know, they didn't have a history of anything happening, so there was no reason that they should have been um, uh, barred from purchasing the guns. Right. You know, not knowing. Obviously, there's red flag laws that are popping up. And then, uh, you know, the the shootings that happen where they can't be traced back, it, it goes to show that people can get their hands on just about anything, uh, you know, if they try hard enough. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer of, you know, the good guy with the gun scenario. You know, yeah. you saw that in the shooting in Texas a couple at months ago at the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that, responsibility plays a a key part of this and Mm -hmm. you know if you're going through and you know we've talked about shows in the past getting concealed carry permits yes that uh, you know you have to go through a training you have to go through a course you have to pass a test background to go through you know you have to make they want to make sure that you're not psycho or you have a past history of convictions things like that yeah, and you know, even in the classes that I've taken, you know, there were people who were not passed, who were not allowed to move on, because they didn't have that proper safety, that proper training under their belt. Mm-hmm. And luckily, the trainers and the the people who were teaching the class identified that. You know, unfortunately, I, I would see that there's probably some that just pass everybody along, which is probably not right. the best way to go but uh you know when it comes to it you know responsibility knowing what you're doing making sure that everything's locked up and you know if you can follow those it's important to know that there are good people out there who can prevent a shooting like this um or at least limit the damage that's caused and i want to point out you do not have to have a firearm um to prevent uh people from being killed as we'll see what later on in the show when we had an incident out here at Spanish Springs. Yeah. Um, and in, you don't have to have a firearm to inflict a lot of damage either. That's you know, true. There was uh, mass stabbings in London mm-hmm. where the uh, uh, the assailant was actually warded off with a uh, horn of a, um, a narwhal. Uh-huh. Out of hey. all things. The, the key to... Um, is just disabling the person that's trying to harm people. So uh, we just saw in the news last night a 14-year-old shot some juveniles that came into a home. They'd already broken, burglarized it, and then threatened him and said they would be back. So when they came back, he was ready. Yeah. But he didn't shoot them to kill them. He and One is in critical condition, but the other one got shot in the leg. Yeah, to protect so, himself. To, to protect himself. Protect his home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, he's 14 years old, but, um, you know, he's safe. Well, and that brings up a whole other debate is yeah. should he have had access to it? I mean, in this Where case, it's parents? good that he did. That but. was my first question. But, you know, he's 14, and I don't know. Um, Mario and I were discussing it, and uh, he said he thought that the age group that you can stay by yourself now is 13 in Nevada. I don't yeah. know. But, you know, still a scary thing in the middle of the morning, 3 a.m., is when this happened for this boy and um so you know but he didn't kill anybody and he saved his life 
and, and whoever else was in the household. We got to take another break. That keyword is sales. Make sure that you include your name. You can text that to 775-237-2266. Stay with us. We'll be right back, folks. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. It is another beautiful Wednesday morning here on Business Connections with Anita. I'm your co-host, Christian Meyer. Just a reminder, make sure you text the keyword SALES to 775-237-2266 along with your name, so that way we know who has won an exclusive piece of business connections with Anita Merchandise. All right, joining us on the phone now is J.J. Jarrett of J.J. Realty. And uh, how are you doing today, J.J.? I'm good. How are you, Christian? Good, good. So um, have a couple questions from the audience for you. Uh, Wendy asked, what is the current median price for the Reno Sparks area right now? Right now, it's about 405000 for the Reno Sparks area. Okay, it's going up. It is going up. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem to end. It's, you know, with the, uh, with the people coming into town, with all the companies coming into town, you know, Apple's working on their building right now um uh they don't all the uh all the experts they don't see any end in sight right now especially with spring coming it usually has an uptick in the spring too yeah now speaking of people coming to town john asks uh, what does the inventory look like for listings well this is pretty phenomenal um right now we're at 1.8 months worth of inventory a healthy market is usually, you know, a four to six months. So, um, and uh, just from last year of 2019, January in 2019, we were at 3.4. So it's almost 50% less inventory than we had just last year. So does that mean that uh, basically as houses are going up for sale, they're almost being bought right away? Yeah, especially um, especially in the lower, lower market. You know, where uh, those little three-bedroom, two-bath, those are uh, those being snapped up within a couple weeks. You know, when you get up into the higher, especially over, like, 400, then you're more of a more of a normal, like, 30 days, 60 days on the market. Um, and then if you get up, when you get up to the million-dollar range, you're, uh, you're looking at that longer. That makes so sense. So the, the more the price, Usually the longer it stays on the market, unless it's priced right right from the get-go. Perfect. And then, so if somebody's found the house that they like, are you able to help them find a lender that fits their needs? Of course. I have numerous great local lenders, which is very important, where if there's, if there's a problem, you can actually go into their office. Um, one of the problems with the national scale lenders is, you're calling an 800 number and hoping you get a hold of somebody when you're probably in the 11th hour. So it can be quite frustrating. I've seen it happen before. But um, if you can get a good local lender, and I have numerous ones that are I know can get the job done that have different loan programs and, you know, grants and first-time home buyer programs, um, you you know, I can find one for you or we can uh, reach, a, reach uh, one of the lenders together. 
Exactly. That's best fit. It's always better to work with the same person from start to finish. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, J.J., what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh, if I could tell, uh, Christian, if I could, uh, I did want to mention something real quick that I of an article that came out last week, um, just that the uh, Reno rental market is gone crazy in the last 10 years. I just wanted to tell everybody out there that we're ninth in the nation in increase in rents in the last 10 years, and that's on a percentage-based course that uh, amount of money but um we're we've gone up higher percentage wise than la san francisco and even new york those big cities so and like once again in the article they said you know with people moving here it doesn't look like it's gonna um slow down but um the best way to reach me so we can find you that house or i can help you sell your house is my my phone my mobile number you can reach me directly, 775-721-9975. And then, of course, on Facebook at JJ Reno Realtor. Fantastic, JJ. Appreciate you calling in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me, guys, again. Hi, Anita. Hi, we'll I was going to say later. hi. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. You guys Bye. have a great day. Thank you. You Bye-bye. too. Thanks, Christian. You got it. I also wanted to go over some things that um, can be suspicious activity. And the see something, say something that has, uh, we often hear it nowadays. Uh, I found some valuable information on the website. Uh, it's I think it's um, Domestic Homeland Security website. Department of Department. Homeland. Yep. Okay, so Department of Homeland Security. So it's DHS.gov, and it's the see something say something activity and we actually play those see something say something psas here on the station mm-hmm. uh, unusual items or situations of, uh, like a vehicle parked in an odd location uh, a package luggage is unattended we've we know about that in the airports and at the boston marathon yep. where the backpack was left unattended a window door is open that's usually closed or uh, out of ordinary situations occur. Yeah, and uh, you know we had something similar um, in our neighborhood last year. There was a number of break-ins, and you know with ring cameras, you know they were able to catch you know a, a car that was out of place. You know mm-hmm. you you know your neighborhood. You know who drives through regularly. Um, obviously, in some areas it's a little bit easier than others but uh it was clear that there was somebody that was casing homes i don't know if they caught them or not but it is one of those things that you know when you're walking around your neighborhood just keep an eye open yeah have i seen that car before or um yeah i was driving uh on neil road right by the elementary schools they have right there I think it's a daycare and an elementary anyway. It's just right down here by the mall. And I saw a lady trying to get into a vehicle that was parked along the road um, that didn't look like it belonged to her. Mm -hmm. She was trying every door and there was a bunch of stuff in it, you know. So really suspicious. Uh, Any activity like that, just kind of pay attention, I guess, to your surroundings. It's one of those things that, you know, if it doesn't look quite right, I mean, if it's not a blatant, yeah, this car is being broken into, don't call 911, but you can call the local sheriff or, or police department and just say, hey, something doesn't look right. It's not an emergency, but, you know, they may be willing to send somebody out. 
And employees sometimes have to utilize that because uh, when you're in a retail store and the other girls on break or other employees are on break and you're left on the floor by yourself, you can find yourself in some situations. Yeah. Because, number one, the people that have been casing the joint know that you're alone, right? So it's good to know what to do and how to take care of things. Um and I think that makes a good employer, too, to inform their folks on what to do, mm-hmm. um, which helps in the growth overall because it becomes – it's a trust between – the company's trusting you to show up to work. And so I guess, you but know, trust is what yeah, You've got to feel safe enough to go to work every day. Right. And those communications need to happen. Exactly. Yeah, um, you know, moving on with uh, what you found on the website, uh, the next one I find really interesting about eliciting information. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, a person who basically questions individuals that are a level beyond curiosity about a building's purpose, operations, security procedures, personnel, or shift changes. You know, if somebody's walking into your place of business and asking you some really out of the blue weird questions. They're not there to. They're not there to buy something. They're the, there to get information, especially on your operations and stuff. Because, um, for instance, we have legalized marijuana in Nevada here, and those places are at high risk for their operations because the banks won't let them put their money in there, right. and they have all this really good merchandise that people want. Um, Thank God we haven't seen more crime with that. Well, and they take great steps. I mean, most of them have armed security guards. Mm -hmm. Others have contractors that they work with to move the cash money. Um, You know, as far as crimes of opportunity go, the dispensaries are not a crime of opportunity. Right. There's too much... uh uh, safeguard there. Exactly. Um, but the observation and surveillance, uh, someone pays unusual attention to the facilities or buildings beyond a casual or a professional interest, like uh, they're just videotaping it and watching the people come and go or, you know, those types of things. You kind of just want to make a note, mental note of that. You know, yeah. if it's, a, you know, you can kind of tell. When that's going on, I think, you know, um, if it's not a professional interest, like if it's a commercial photographer out here taking a picture of Reno Town Mall for a book cover or something, yeah. you know, uh, compared to, well, I'm going to stake out the place and make all these notes on my phone about <laughs> where this is, where that is, where the security sits, you know, that kind of thing. And don't feel bad about inquiring. If you see somebody who doesn't look right, just, you know, how can I help you? Is there, can I point you in the right direction? Um, you know, a few years back was looking at opening a business and was going around and taking pictures of the parking lot to count the number of spaces. And one of the resident businesses came out and asked and, you know, it was obviously on the level, but, uh, you know, it was good of them to, to, you know, make sure that their business was protected. Yeah. And, uh, we need to, it's all of our responsibility to keep our community safe. So if you see something, say, say something. something. 
And we got to take another break. You can check out uh, our merchandise store, businessconnectionswithanita.com, or you can see some of the work I do at afdesigns.online. And we add to that every week with our podcasts and different information. So uh, I can't believe the show goes so quick, folks. We're glad you joined us. We'll be back after these messages. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Welcome back. All of our listeners out there, we appreciate you joining us today, and we are on the last segment of our show today. Uh, If you need to re-listen or catch more information, uh, you can do that on americamatters.us. The podcast will be there after we get off air. And uh, share that with your friends. Leave us a review. We love to hear from you and all your comments. And... uh, I was going to say something. Oh, hi, Maria out there in Germany. <laughs> and uh, Mike Miller out there in Garrett, Indiana. I uh, had a conversation with him after uh, I did a watch party last week since I, had, I, I didn't couldn't uh, be here live. And uh, I, that was kind of fun, Christian, because I got to converse with folks <laughs> a little more than I get to when I'm on air like this. Yeah, but. it's always weird hearing yourself pre-recorded but uh you know it's it's nice to be able to to engage with people yeah and i wanted to do that uh i don't like missing uh, new content so appreciate you helping me through the hard spots christian uh here i think it was we were just discussing the date i think it was january 29th uh we had a man that went into the walmart out in spanish springs uh for those not from our area that's just north of reno to the east a little bit yeah, back in the Sparks area near Wingfield Springs. And, uh, yeah, you know, from the news article on Colo 8, uh, it happened around 4.55 p.m. There was a man inside the Walmart with a gun. Uh, police got there and security for, uh, confirmed that they saw the man was wearing a military-style vest and bandolier with shotgun shells across his chest. Police stopped the man after he left the store and found him wearing the bandolier of shotgun shells. Police said he also had shotgun across his back, two handguns, a large hunting knife, and several rounds of ammunition. Police then found he had no permit to carry concealed weapons and had been convicted of felonies previously. So, uh, you know, there was the potential of something happening here. Uh, thank goodness nothing did. Well, I think it started actually out in the parking lot. He, I read something that uh told me this i I couldn't find it before the show but um they saw the man in the parking lot um and they he was loading himself up and everything so those folks called walmart security okay and then walmart security called the police because the guy came now you really have to be an idiot I think. I'm sorry. I'm just going to vote my opinion here. But to get all loaded up like this and then walk into a Walmart, I mean, really, what do you think is going to happen to you? Well, and some people, you know, figure they have nothing else to lose. They're ex-felons. They can't get a job, which, you know, really isn't the the mentality that people should take. You know, life is precious. You know, people are here. People are good. Um you know, don't don't take that away from somebody else. Right. And I'm glad that no one did get hurt in that incident and that someone, you know, saw something and said something. 
because that could have been a huge tragedy. It sounded like they took care of it pretty pretty quick. Yeah. So, you know, he didn't get uh, too far into the store. Well, and that goes back to what we were talking about in the last segment of being observant, knowing your surroundings, not just keeping your head down on your phone, um, you know, because just somebody saying something could have prevented a, a, a big catastrophe. Yeah, and even with all the heat of the gun laws and mass shootings, Walmart equipped its stores for curbside pickup, grocery delivery, and in-store order pickup. That has been what saved um, their sales, I believe. And people like options. I like options. Well, it goes back to convenience. You know, mm-hmm. I, obviously they didn't equip the stores with this because of the shootings. They did it because they wanted to give their customers a new way to quickly get the items that they needed. Now, it may have helped with people in their frame of mind and, and the idea of security. Yes. But, uh, you know, it is something that uh, is more and more common with grocery stores nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a hands-on chopper. I want to see what's in what I'm buying. Um, don't want to rely on other people because usually they don't get me what I'm wanting. <laughs> well, like I said, you know, if it's canned goods or box goods or anything like that, sure. But if I'm buying, uh, you know, uh, vegetables or fruits or something along those lines, I don't want somebody else picking them out. Right. And although with every great plan, it's got its downfalls, which we kind of are hitting on, uh, I would like to read some of the comments from our thread about the curbside and delivery service that the stores are offering today and their experiences. Now, um, Duchess Sprite, I I think her name's Jamie, really, uh, but she's a vendor in Walmart. And she says it has gained a lot of popularity, but half of the store employees who stock get pulled away to do the pickups. Right. So um, we don't have enough people to to mine the store. You know what I mean? And that leaves you kind of vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's uh, if you're going to offer something like this, make sure you have the infrastructure to support it. And you know, at least the store looking like well, she used a different word, but you can say crap. That. So, uh, and then Karen Sakinga, uh, she's used it, and it can be great uh, if they get your order correct. Well, and that goes back to not having enough people. You know, yeah. if, if they're worried about stocking and, 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 you know, pulling the items for these pickups, you know, they're rushing through. Whereas if they've got the time and they're dedicated to it, the chances of them getting right are, are that much better. Yeah, she said it's only right about a third of the time, so... <laughs> And uh, uh, Duchess Bright also said she hate she hates half the things that you want. You still have to go find them for yourself. She says it's dumb, you know. Um, and then another one said she doesn't even shop at Walmart if she can help it. And we just discussed that. We said the same thing. Uh, our friend Joel Durton from Lockwood Gun Training, he said he picked up a new gun cabinet just because he didn't want to go in the store, load it on the cart, and, you know, and then he can just pull up and they help him load it and it's off, you know. Convenience of that. Um, There's a grocery store back east called Aldi's. And kind of, you know, it's not like Rayleigh's or anything, but Rayleigh's is also doing delivery from my understanding. Yeah, and there's, uh, I got to find it. Let's see. Oh, it's called Instacart. 
and uh, it's an app similar to uh, DoorDash and, and uh, Uber Eats, but it's the opposite. It's uh, not food coming from a restaurant, but it's groceries from a grocery store. And so it's worth downloading and checking to see if uh, you know it's offered in your area. If you know you don't want to go, I in think and delivery deal with it. of groceries is an awesome thing because if, um, like, you know, if I was living alone and I had surgery and I needed some things and I can't drive because, you know, my foot's screwed up or whatever, um, you know, that's a, it keeps keeps you afloat, I guess, through the healing process. And uh, maybe you just don't have time or maybe it's just too overwhelming and got people coming to visit. And you don't have time to get to the store because you got to go pick up the kids and get home from work and, you know, finish a project or whatever. Um, it's amazing to have that delivery. Yeah, any number of reasons. Now, the thing to keep in mind and, and the realization I had come to a, a while ago is that, you know, if I'm having food delivered or groceries delivered, you know what? I'm going to tip the person who did it generously. Yes. You know, they're saving me from leaving the house, getting my shoes on, putting the dogs uh, in their kennels, getting in the car, driving down, doing all the things that I need to do just to pick up a single item or, right. or more, come back, unload it, and do all of that. Um, you now, know, they have minimums of how much you have to spend for them to deliver? Boy, that's a good question. Um, I haven't I would utilized. Assume it'd be at least twenty-five bucks. You would think so, and then they have uh, you know delivery fees based on how much you get. Mm-hmm. But again, even with that, you know, a portion of that goes back to the provider, to the uh, either it's the store or the app who's doing it, and then the other portion goes to the driver themselves. So uh, they thrive on tips, just like any Lyft or Uber driver. That's awesome. Um, I'm looking for guests. I just want to bring, you know, we've kind of finished today's topic. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, we're lining up guests. So if you want to be a guest, if you're a business owner or you have an event or fundraiser or something going on, you need to get the word out. We would love to have you on our show. Um, you can contact me at Anita at americamatters.us email. And that's the best way to reach me. Um, anything else you want to add to this uh, topic, Christian? Boy, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, we're coming up on Valentine's Day this week. Yes. And uh, that's the case where go into the store yourself. Pick something out for your Valentine <laughs> yeah. yourself. Don't rely on somebody to deliver it for you unless you're, you know, getting something specific from Amazon. Um, yeah. Take care of the people that you love. Yeah. I don't even think of that day. I don't know why. It just zippity-doo-dahs by. Um, and I already gave Mario his stuff, so he's well, good to go. Kelly said it's a Hallmark holiday. You know, right? It's one of those things that, <laughs> you know, food prices are increased and... and candy. Candy and everything. Flowers. Exactly. So we don't even celebrate on Valentine's Day. We usually do the day before or the weekend mm-hmm. after. It's less... Uh, it's hard to get a reservation in a restaurant on Valentine's Day. So, so you know, we're, we've all adapted to work around it, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, Christian, uh, maybe we can do a show on apps. I think that's great. That would yeah. be fun. Um, see what the popular apps are and uh, what kind of apps people are using and what they recommend. That would be kind of a fun show. Well, not only that, I mean, there's businesses that, uh, I mean, sorry, apps you can have for your business, mm-hmm. or there's apps you can utilize 
for your business directly. Um, you know, there's a number that I do for social media, for marketing. Uh, I mean, even things like accounting and uh, yeah. you name it, it's out there and most of them are pretty helpful. Yeah, I think that'd be a fun show. Uh, folks, we're winding down to our last 30 seconds. Do we have a keyword winner yet? Mm, let's check. And uh, we appreciate everybody out there joining us today. And thanks for uh, fumbling through this hour with us. And uh, uh, we had a good time. We hope we brought good information to you. Uh, Business can still grow even when under fire with laws. That was the point of the show. And uh, if you missed any part of it, make sure you go check out the podcast on americamatters.us. Folks, you are the best part of our week, and we'll see you next week. Have a great day, everybody. 